15 minutes it is before 9pm. We're under the microscope this evening and uh, we uh, I guess, uh, dedicating our attention to a very important matter. And uh, it's uh, the uh, in relation to the viability of many of our municipalities. And we've certainly heard over the many years uh, the uh, lamenting of the uh, Auditor General uh, at the state of play in many of our municipalities. And uh, I certainly, I guess, Ndili Kotuka would have never thought uh, that, uh, you know, the same issues uh, play themselves out or I guess at the scale uh, now outlined by a recently released report in the province of Gauteng. I mean, uh, I guess everybody sort of moves in droves from many a province to the province of Gauteng, attracted by much better opportunities, a better quality of life. Um, and I guess um, certainly by what some other people suggest, better governance. Um, I'm not sure about that one. That's an arguable one. Uh, but that being said, it seems a recent report uh, by a team here led by Professor Trevor Fowler uh, took a look into the state of municipalities in the province. Now, they were appointed to do this in 2019. And uh, they looked at the finances, public participation, capability and service delivery among some of the municipalities in the province, uh, which includes, of course, the three uh, or four major metros. Um, uh, and uh, that being said, uh, the committee found that, may, that uh, municipalities in Gauteng are struggling with revenue collections, struggling with funding their capital budgets from their own revenue, and uh, also, I guess, uh, struggling uh, with the challenge of what some would suggest are unfunded budgets. And uh, to take a look at this particular story, I'm joined by uh, one of the people who served on the committee, Mpo Nawa. Mpo, good evening to you and welcome. Thank you very much to the listeners of Metro FM. Yeah, thank you very much. And as I was saying, just as I was starting and introducing our discussion there, uh, I mean, um, quite surprising uh, to hear uh, this, um, you know, uh, inquiry and some of, uh, I guess, the instances of municipal dysfunction that it flags uh, when uh, we know that uh, the Gauteng economy accounts for a considerable amount of economic activity, not just in the country, uh, but on the continent as well. Uh, what implications, I guess, does this... Uh, a report have for how we understand uh, this province that is the economic driver of our of our country and pro- and uh, uh, I should venture to say our continent. Well, I think the, firstly let, let let's appreciate that uh, uh, Doctor uh, Professor Propala was supposed to be the one. Yes. I was serving as a secretariat. The the one issue that they were doing is to really check on the viability of the municipalities and whether they are fulfilling. The constitutional mandate of, mm. of, of municipalities, in this case, Section 152 of the Constitution. And, and they found that the, most of them are lacking behind on different uh, cases, i.e., some are unable to, to, to are, not mis- are not financially viable, others have institutional problems, and others uh, are unable to, to, to have a proper public participation. So there were a couple of issues that they picked up in different municipalities and that they've made recommendations mm. for individual municipalities here. Yeah. So yeah. the question you are raising is that uh, it's true that uh, in as much as most municipalities are making, are providing basic services, that, but there's more to, to improve and there are problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that uh, if you look at the migration patterns into the province, that that certainly has had an implication on the, you know, service load for many of these municipalities at a time when I guess their revenue collection has declined alongside the uh, broader economic decline of many industrial parts of our province. Yes, I mean, how things rise because ordinarily, annually, there are a lot of people who arrive from the SADC 
the people who arrived from the hinterland of the country. Mm. So, so the, the the biggest challenge you have is that you need to the service delivery infrastructure is unable to to cope with the load in in other cases. But not only that, I think the the pandemic has had a devastating effect. The economy has been very good, and a lot of people pay municipality last, so they will prefer mm-hmm. to pay a better society uh, and leave the municipality out of the, the pain. And I'm sure if you look at part of the report, that a bigger portion of the people actually most of small towns are indigent. Mm. Uh, if, if you look at the, the districts in particular, sure. uh, and indigent register is increasing mm. tremendously, uh, and that's where the issue is. Yeah, and I guess that the concern is that that indigent register is increasing at a time where even the allocations in the equitable share that should cover the costs of providing those services are also experiencing, I guess, you know, a negative growth rates in some cases, or I should say a significant decline. Exactly, because, uh, well, the other problem which is the, the, the committee has also picked up is the is the over, staff overload in municipalities mm-hmm. uh, where political offices are almost treated like people are paid as like national government officials. Uh, so there's a plethora of problems that exist at the municipal level, which which really caused the the, the, the non viability of municipalities. Uh, some try, but because of the the, the size of municipalities, the metros are relatively doing very well mm. uh, compared to to small municipalities. What characterizes the the problem in the Westland is that. The, historically, the, the, the economy of the area used to be mining. It has declined because mines have declined, so it has a direct impact on, on the economy of the area, and therefore the impact goes to municipalities because a lot of people who came from outside the, that region who were in the mines have not gone back home, so they do now expect municipalities to provide services. Mm-hmm. The same with the, with the, the steel in, in the Val company which used to be a major employer of the of, of the people of that area as we speak today 14,000 people are laid out and mm. and therefore so, so the so the, the more the, the economy is shrinking it has a direct impact on the municipal governance yeah yeah i guess you know one would argue that um, you know the the priority should be of course the diversification of economic activity uh, within the province and even outside of it to deal with the you know, with the uh, uh, labor pool challenge. Um, but, um, you know, that um, in and of itself is a very long-term issue. Um, what what in the immediate uh, or even in the medium term can be done in the context of these ongoing discussions about a review of our cooperative governance framework, uh, the number of municipalities that we have? A lot of people have said, you know, there's just too many of these things, let alone the fact that there's just too many layers uh, within our multi-tiered governance system. Uh, certainly, from from this report, what are some of the recommendations in terms of an institutional review of how uh, these municipalities ought to be configured, especially in the case of the ones that are underperforming? Well, the the most important thing that the report raised is the is that uh, the leadership question must be is sharply raised. That I think there's some in some cases it's, it's a collapse of leadership. Mm. In, in most of them, uh, both administratively and and, and, and politically, uh, that municipalities sometimes are short of vision. I mean, 
they just run like day to day without saying what are we are meant to achieve. For instance, uh, if you say what is the future, what is the plot for the future of a particular municipality, you realize that uh, people don't plan, the, the IDPs don't speak to the future. So that's the issue that they raised very sharply, that you must have a vision and, and leadership question must be raised. But again, what they raised is, is a sharply that both provincial and national government must come into the play. They must not dump in municipalities, they must be part of the plan. I'm sure the initiative of uh, the district model is meant to, to, to close the gap. Mm, mm. That there must be they must be working together to solve the problem. I show the application of the section one five four of the constitution. It's very important that uh, the all the departments must come together to help to support municipalities yeah. because that's where the rubber hit the, the, the ground. But, but you see we can't run away from the fact that we effectively have what many people call a quasi-federal system. Uh, so you've got a system that, in as much as it is implied in our cooperative governance framework that there should be some cooperation between different tiers of government, that many of these entities are independent entities. So, you know, the Mfuleni municipality uh, would be seen in some cases in law as a distinct entity, maybe to, I guess, the provincial government you know, as, as a provincial, as an entity, and of course defined by the Structures and the Systems Act. Um, so, so I'm quite interested, I guess, in, in when you say the district development will, model will see how, you know, some of these questions of coordination and alignment are resolved. How will those be resolved, especially in the sort of painful points around leadership, you know, around uh, uh, budgets, uh, common planning of those budgets, and of course, I guess, the authority over certain service functions that determine whether or not people are able to have a clean glass of water uh, or are able to have a substation that functions enough to keep the lights on? Well, I think the first thing that we should deal with it is this thing of distinct and interdependency. Mm. Well, this thing does not mean the others don't have the, the legal instruments to, to interfere, to intervene and help the intergovernmental relations, i.e. Section 1454, it says, municipalities are meant to be supported by provincial government and national government where we've all given measures that are necessary for them to make them work. So the municipalities can't seem to be independent. I think the weakness also is there's been that municipalities choose to, to one day they are independent, one day they are dependent. Mm. And that relationship must be really defined. And, and in this case, uh, because the country has a national plan called NDP, in Houghton there's something called Houghton 2030. Uh, the, all of them must be bind by by the by what is the national vision. So you can't have a municipality say we have a 2055 when there's 2030 for everybody. Mm. And issues that mm. must be resolved must also be taken care of. So I think that independence is the one that sometimes we can the intergovernmental relations and, and, and reading from the same book as, as the state. Uh, and, and that's that's where the issue is, actually. But the other thing that is very important, uh, you, you may find that health, because health is health, says we are not part of local government education trend the same. Mm-hmm. So what we have started in the province is that, no, no, every department has a responsibility to make a municipality work. For health... Mm-hmm. We need to look at how best clinics are working, primary health care, education, schools, how they work. They all are at the municipal level. Mm. So all of us must crowd ourselves 
and our resources must be to local government. Sure, sure, sure. And maybe a last question, I guess it's a bit of a political one. I mean, we saw in the Rand West municipality, um, you know, municipal workers on strike for five months. Um, you were touching on the issue of a bloated headcount at a municipal level. I mean, all of this has the makings of a perfect storm. At a political level, how do you deal with that? How, you know, um, I mean, I would think it's not an easy process to, you know, say to people, well, you're going to lose your jobs because uh, I guess we're overstaffed as an entity. Um, how is the model going to be able to deal with some of those issues uh, politically charged as they are? Well, the one part that is very important is to to balance service delivery. I mean, the the the, the, the common ground is that a municipality should have at least in, in the salary bill must be around 35%. Mm. But if it's 50 or 60 so it means a municipality exists to pay salaries more than to provide services. Mm. So, so the key issue that needs to be really dealt with is to balance that uh, we should be able to give back to communities because they are meant to provide services. Mm. And therefore, the, the, the relationship between labor and and the, the, the council is very important to balance that issue. I mean, I, I do think uh, there must be a way to help municipalities even to create jobs, but sometimes not within the, the city itself, mm. but within the community to say our grass will be cut by a community. Uh, the city must develop. I see where are there are people in the community that can cut grass and then provide and improve uh, economic development. Sure, sure. That's again saying all of you come and work for us. Mm, mm. Uh, and when they come for, for all of you, you are unable to pay them and therefore the protest and therefore the spending because you over you overspending yeah. and you are unable to to do it. And and remember equitable share is not necessarily meant to pay salaries, it's meant to pay for basic services. Mm. To, exactly and, and help the poor. Yeah. But yeah. if it's paying the salaries it means the poor would suffer. <laughs> Mpornawa, thank you very much for your time. And I really appreciate you taking time out to speak to us this evening and uh, speaking to us from the secretariat of that commission there that uh, was set up, uh, chaired by Professor Trevor Fowler. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have to leave it there, folks. Uh, the man with the music is here. He's with you from 9 right through uh, to midnight. Uh, your soulful accompaniment for the remainder of the day. Have yourself a great evening. Take strength, my Africa. Ukiwa kwa mbona kutubela na nangoko siya ibanga. Le ekonome.